0: We have Sophisticated Dingo. How are you guys going? You Good,
1: thanks. Good? Yeah, are good, man.
0: We're good, no worries.
2: Lovely to have you guys. Thanks for coming in and talking to us about your new album, "Taste Like the Real Thing. How did you come up with such a title?
1: Um,
3: I'll let you take that one, Louis. <laughs> I, don't know, <laughs> sure. um,
1: I don't really know. It's just like, uh, can't think of a funny answer, so we'll just go with the real one. Um, it's like, I don't know, <laughs> when we were writing it, it kind of, bang around, play a lot of songs. You're influenced by what you're listening to. And I think you listen to a lot of bands and you see they're releasing EPs and you're like, oh, I want to do that. And then we've had instances where we've recorded things in the past and you listen to it and you're like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. We just wanted to record something that seemed like the real deal because we listened to a bunch of bands. We're like, they're doing it. We want to do it. And we just wanted to have a package at the end of the day that we put on however... On Spotify, however you want to listen to it, mm-hmm. you press play and you listen to it, and you're like, "Yeah, this is the real deal." So we just wanted something that tasted just like the real thing. So that's that's where the title came from.
2: And what kind of bands were you listening to that informed this real deal, sophisticated dingo? A
1: uh, whole mixed bunch. So I mean, many, yeah. For me, I reckon the biggest ones would be. The Pretty Littles, UMI, uh, Vasco era, at the time we wrote a lot of those yeah. songs, so really love that Australiana, kind of rough pop edge, I mean, Jimmy's got a heap too, what, you, what were you listening to?
3: Yeah, I mean, there was definitely, there was a lot of listening, so it was sort of like a new, I remember like when me and Lou were in high school, so taking it a little bit back, but like, our lady years in high school, we personally started making a bond on different sort of bands to listen to, like real into like DZ Death rays mm. and... A lot of, like, emerging Aussie acts. Pretty Littles was a big one, as Louie mentioned before as well, like, and sort of just, like, branching away from other stuff that we've maybe listened to with our mates during mm. the time, and then, you know, that's what kind of started this band anyway, and just jamming on that sort of way of honest songwriting that's... Yeah. Catchy, it, trashy Yeah, pop. catchy, trashy, like, <laughs> and I think, like, with the EP name itself, you know, there's that little bit of self-deprecation. It's like, we, you know, we obviously, <laughs> we're two guys, that we believe in ourselves, but... You know there's that kind of like stigma that maybe you know it's like we can dream to be the real thing we're not quite yeah. there yes, but this yes. is it this is our first like this is our entree you know this is putting it out there what we've got so far so mm. i don't know I, I like that it's yeah as lou said like trying to be those bands and put out music like they do and yeah. you know pretty proud at this point to be doing it that's so. it
1: just giving it a crack having a good time yeah that's it
0: yeah nice um yeah, and I just uh, thought if you wanted to actually have a joke for your um, title, it's I was mm. thinking of the the milk ad, yeah. just want milk that tastes like real <laughs> milk, <laughs> <laughs> some garage
1: garage pop that just tastes like the real thing. It's good,
2: <laughs> grungy, gritty, and real. Nice. We're well, yeah. play a song called "Girls Don't Care." Could you tell us a bit about the making of that song?
1: Oh, I reckon that's that's a while ago. A lot of these songs come from a fair way back, but um. Yeah, it's just a song, sat down, banged out a guitar riff, took it to Jimmy, said, yeah, this sounds pretty fun. We just ran with it and then, yeah, just just wrote some, wrote some lyrics down and we just went for it. So, yeah, hope you like it.
2: Well, that's wonderful. As a reminder, you're listening to Sunday Sweets on 90.7 with Isabella, Lucas and our local feature guests, Sophisticated Dingo. Mm-hmm. And here is their newest song, Girls Don't Care.
0: You are back with Sunday Sweets with Lucas and Isabella, and uh, you just heard uh, "Girls Who Don't Cry" by Sophisticated Dingo.
2: I think we're all woken up now. That's a fun <laughs> song. I really loved it, guys. Um, and we're just about to play a song called "Dreaming." Could you tell us a bit about how that one came about? It's a bit of a different title to what you've worked with before.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, again, like I don't know Jimmy. You remember much about when we wrote it? Yeah, dreaming. Um, uh,
3: I remember the original riff, like the it's the start of the song. And Louis, this was maybe around a time where Louis had probably taken a bit of time and just written some, you know, good guitar hooks that I'd be interested in and brought them to me. And I remember that he came with like uh, there was a day where he came in. We were, we practiced in a loft uh, in Louis's backyard out the back, sort of, like, above their garage. And, um, you know, he'd run me through a few riffs, and I'd always be jamming along, and I was digging them, and then he played me this, and I was like, oh, all right, like, this is what you need to go and write lyrics to. I've, I've pretty much got this bass down. Uh, and I remember when we are writing it, it's it wasn't as much of, um, like, I think with our music, it's like the structure comes into it a lot, like, and we have to work out, you know, where different drum groups are going to come in, and where his riff changes. And I remember with this one, there was a lot of, like, actually being just so cohesive on those changes. like
1: It just happened. Yeah, it really happened real
3: quick. Like, had the song in, like, 20 minutes almost, like, in just terms of, like, basic structure down, and then Louis went off, wrote lyrics, and, yeah, it came back, and as soon as I heard his melody, I was able to add my own, like, in the back. So, yeah, this was definitely a natural song. Yeah. It was was beautiful.
0: And is that... I was gonna say, and like, what is your like, you your songwriting often like is it like you're always just playing around and like, oh hey, check out this cool roof I've got, or is there a bit more of like a scientific method per se? Or I
3: mean, it kind of changes. It, it's a mismatch, like it changes heaps, I reckon, because depending on the mood. Yeah, <laughs> like Louis could maybe go and write you know ten songs in a week, and then bring the best ones that he likes to me, and then we'll turn them into songs because yeah. they are the ones that he's down with. And then it's a form of sort of writing the songs together. But Mm -hmm. I think also, like, recently, especially, like, we'd just be at practice, and it's, like, the first, you know, half hour of practice is just jamming Mm -hmm. new ideas, and it will be completely completely off the cuff. I think that comes from just playing a lot more shows, Mm -hmm. you know, this year and getting a bit, you know, like... doing it. Yeah. Just just, doing it (laughs) more. Yeah, fucking... Comes a bit more naturally.
1: And, yeah, I think we just have an unspoken rule. It's like... If we're vibing it, we'll keep doing it. But um, if we're not vibing it, we'll just we'll move on to something new. So that's kind of a hard and fast rule, if yeah. there is any.
0: Yeah,
2: Spoken like true musicians. That was Sophisticated <laughs> Dingo on Sunday Sweets, and this is their new song called Dreaming. And that was Dreaming by Sophisticated Dingo, our local feature artist here at Sunday Suites 90.7. That was such a great song, guys.
1: Thank you. Cheers.
2: Oh, and you said it came together so seamlessly as well, and actually flow very nicely as a song as well. You wouldn't think that'd be made in twenty minutes as we said, but rather over a long period of time to make it all fit together with the chords as well. I'm not a muso. I don't yeah. play drums or electric guitar, but um, it, I think it shows that you guys have a lot of chemistry as band.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's I mean, I mean, that's really the easy. F- you should. You should play music. <laughs> <laughs> should yeah, yeah. Give it a bash. It's Three is of
2: clarinet. Doesn't take you very far. <laughs> yeah. That
3: uh-uh. would, man, get. Saxophone start playing some
2: jazz. Sick. <laughs> I'll just turn <laughs> into to i 2 into that kind of
0: music. <laughs> yeah, and uh you guys are going on tour soon, I believe. Yeah, believe. Mhm. Yeah, so whereabouts can we catch you?
1: Oh, we're going mm. listed off list. all over the shop. Um starting in Melbourne. Um yep. we're part of the Melbourne show, obviously yeah. hometown yep. one. Um that's on Thursday 27th of September and it's Grand Final public holiday eve. So, it's going to be a huge night. You don't have work the next day, come down, it'll be a great night, and we're pumped to rip that up. And then, yeah, that kicks off the tour. After that, we're going to Adelaide, Bendigo, um, Wollongong, Lennox Head, and Sydney. So, absolutely pumped to play a heap of venues we haven't played before. I mean, we've been to Sydney before and played, um, but haven't played Malibar, where we are going to be playing this time. So, and yeah, every other state and. Um, Regional places, shows, yeah. yeah, we're pumped, mm.
2: and we're pumped for you. Maybe thank you. We can find some way to get over there. <laughs> weekend, Lucas. I think you yeah. Should. Bring down our co-host, who sadly couldn't make it today. Caitlin, if you're listening, feel better soon. All right, babe. Um, it'll be a lot of fun, and it will taste just like the real thing. Don't you think?
1: <laughs> I, th- I think so. I, ho- <laughs> I hope so, because that's yeah, that's a that's a great plug. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> <I> <laughs> and where can we find
2: you, that. social media wise? <laughs>
1: All over the shop, everything conventional. You know, your Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, um, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, Twitter. I think I think that's it. Triple J on Earth. Yeah, that's <laughs> a yeah, it's a good one. Thank you, Jimmy. Save, yeah. me, save me there. <laughs> yeah, and um, how's the
0: live act looking? Terrible, <laughs> p- pretty, man. Pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh
3: no.
2: How do you answer that? Yeah. Barely
1: practice, like yeah. at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're we're lying. We're really good. In fact, we're the best band ever. So yeah, Can, yeah, doing really well. <laughs> nah, it's yeah. um yeah,
3: it's always fun. Always pretty sweaty. It's always
1: good. Um, yeah, I mean to be honest, yeah, we just get loud, yeah. rowdy, have a lot of fun, try and crack jokes, and often usually fail. At yeah, them. that's good. But you know, that just in itself
3: is fun. So
1: loud, rowdy, run around, have a good time, and that's what we'd, we'd hope everyone that comes to see us would like to do too. Yeah. And if you don't, that's cool too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like being a duo, it's like, not that it's harder, but it's a bit like, you know, there's only two of you, so there's only so much that you can do. Do you take like inspirations from like other big sort of duos like Royal Blood?
3: Yeah, And whatnot,
0: I, And Polish I, I club. think we do. Just, yeah. I, I don't think we like
3: talk about before. it much nah. more. It just like is a natural, like... Because that's what we're listening to. Like, we, yeah, they're the bands we like. We don't so.
1: talk about it as like, oh, I checked this two-piece out. How cool is that? They only have two members in the band. It's kind of more like oh yeah you listen to DZ Death Race? we're like yeah of course you I, I wouldn't ask that because I just know we both listen to DZ Death we like <laughs> you know like conversations <laughs> never happen yeah like we go through heaps of stuff I mean DZ Death Row is a huge example but mm. um I don't know local bands like Deathbeat, like they're awesome they're a two piece yeah. Rathead. Mm. they're sick they're a two piece like there's heaps of people doing it I think it's really interesting I think it's really cool um I don't know, maybe it's part of a game too, like people come and see a two-piece, and sometimes they're almost like, they're not judging you because you're a two-piece, but like, I feel like you get more interested in going, yes. oh, they're missing either something conventional, like they're miss like for us, they're missing a bass player, mm-hmm. so how do they make up for that? And often people maybe come up and talk to you about that after you play, and that, that's cool, you know, it's just another interesting thing, you know, so,
3: yeah. Love being a two-piece. Yeah, everyone loves looking at Louis' pedals. It's like, <laughs> I'll be like sitting there behind the drums, sweating it out. And we'll just look down. There's like the whole front row is just bopping and like staring down at Louis' pedal board. Cause it's no, I reckon they're
1: staring at you. You've always got your top off behind the drums. <laughs> no, I mean, just aside to behold. Terrible rig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty good. Everyone really sees. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you mentioned but, the love for local bands. Would you one day consider collaborating with another band?
3: Never
1: In thought of... In terms of, like,
3: it. writing a song or just
2: Writing, gigs. creating, anything.
1: Yeah. Oh, we love the idea of gigging. I mean, we've got a heap of mates that are doing great things. Like, yeah. I don't know, we had a gig last year, like, with Rat Hammock and King Canoe yeah. and The Waves, like, great bands that we love. <laughs> and Even just last gig, night's
3: gig, like, we were playing on a line-up with pretty much, you know, all bands we've played with before and, you know, got solid mates within those bands. Um so that's it. Yeah, there's... It's definitely... I mean, that, and that's the great thing about Melbourne, or playing yes, music in Melbourne, definitely. you know. Yeah. yeah. Apart from awesome things like Sin and all that, like, that emerge from artists doing it. But, yeah, you do really just... Like, I remember walking in last night, and it was just, like, a sea of love for everyone that was walking in, in the door, you know. Everyone's made of everyone, so... Um, definitely collaborations in the future, but um, right now, pretty self-focused, which is, I think, a good... Good plan. But mm-hmm. Gigs are uh, gigs are where I think a lot of collaboration coming out. You know, like launch shows now, not just two band lineups. That uh, you know, you got five people on support. Because why not? Like, so yeah, yes is the answer. Amazing. At the end of that. <laughs> and
2: we're just about to play one last song from you guys called Erin. What's that about? Is, did you know someone named Erin or someone whose name was similar to Erin, perhaps?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like to be straight up, it's probably the the most I don't know, as cliche as a song about a love that could have been, um, Mm -hmm. could be, it's honestly just, yeah, um, it's one of those songs that just kind of happened in the moment and just came to me as I was playing guitar, went with it and it pretty much hasn't changed since the day we wrote it and just reckon it sounds quite nice. We love playing it and, and, yeah, that's why it's on the record.
2: That's beautiful. It Was it quite cathartic getting that off of your chest? I don't know mean? what that
1: word means. <laughs> <laughs> was it a way to
2: deal with your feelings to just let it out? And
1: I never really thought about. It. I don't think I've, I don't think I've had a need to process it. I think it just happened. And, and then when
3: you like sang
1: it to me first, I was
3: just like, whoa. I just think about shit in my life when I think like, oh, it's so bad at that. Um, stuff going on in my life. Fight like, when I hear this, and I think a lot of people like would agree with me with that. So. A beautiful expression of someone's inner thought that creates other people's thoughts. Like, yeah, I think that's what this song is. It's good.
1: Well put. <laughs> <I tried. laughs>
0: well, we'll jump right into Aaron now. You're listening to Sin ninety point seven. That was Aaron by the sophisticated dingo, <laughs> um, and yeah, and no, it's been really great having you guys on the show this evening. Hope you guys have enjoyed it too. And, yeah, had a uh,
3: blast. Been swell.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Wishing you all the best for your future shows and hopefully everyone receives tastes just like the real thing as it should. Just a great album with beautiful music and hopefully fun music videos coming out.
1: Oh, yeah. You know it. Have a look on Facebook tomorrow. We'll chuck up the, uh, yeah, new video by our lovely mate Geordie Edwards. that He's done for our song Dreaming. So look out for that. That would be awesome.
2: And make sure to find these guys on their socials. And hit them up at all these gigs they're playing in later dates. That was Sophisticated Dingo, a local feature album again. Woo! (laughs) Thanks, guys.